for many of our coaches who are unexperienced with, with creating public content and being a public figure, this makes them very uncomfortable, right? And so the, a lot of personal development work has to come into play here for them to execute and get through the protocol. And not everybody makes it. Not everybody makes it because when you have to show up publicly, it reveals to you so much about yourself that you didn't know or that you had suppressed. Like, wow, I didn't know how much I was insecure about my appearance. I didn't realize how much I was insecure about my own voice, right? And so it's all these insecurities, all these limiting beliefs. And so it forces our coaches to really take a long look in the mirror and make the decision whether or not they're going to go back to the lab, you know, and go back in the dark and do the personal development work so that they can come back out to the light as their true authentic self. Let me tell you, health coaching will reveal to you where your foundation is weak as a human. Just because someone can live with a disease doesn't mean they should. The overwhelming majority of prescriptions written today are written to treat lifestyle disease. Lifestyle disease is defined as conditions which can be attributed to the way in which a person lives. This includes things like physical activity, drinking, smoking, stress, the quality of our social connections, sleep, purposeful and professional alignment, and of course, our diet. But what if there was an alternative? What if before putting pen to pad, we had a comprehensive solution in lieu of pills and procedures? You are listening to the Plant Protocol Podcast for current and aspiring health professionals who are done with simply managing chronic lifestyle challenges and are interested in taking a whole food plant-based approach to combating them. I'm your host, Lisa A. Smith. It's time to come get this health. So I had the pleasure of being with my coach, my personal coach this past weekend in Atlanta. And for me, it was, you know, more personal development work. And it had me thinking about the topic that I want to discuss briefly with you guys today, which is the most underrated benefit or risk, depending on how you look at it, to becoming a health coach. Okay. The most underrated benefit to becoming a health coach. So I was so excited because this past um, weekend, I was in Atlanta with my personal coach who was very popular. He's a celebrity. And we were on Stone Mountain. We were climbing Stone Mountain. And I was having, you know, we got some time to kind of just fellowship together and talk. And I was asking him, I asked him a very pivotal question that I've been like ruminating about for a while now. And that question was like, is it possible for everything to be okay? Right? Like, is it possible that I could really be in a place in my life where everything is good and I'm not worried about anything? I don't have these like big fears overwhelming me. I don't have limiting beliefs about anything. Like, is it possible that I can be in a place where every pillar, every bucket in my life is full, right? When it comes to health, when it comes to business, when it comes to spirituality, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to finances, like, is it possible? I was like, or are there blind spots that I can have and how do I reveal them? Like, how do I unveil them? Because I'm like, I listen to the other people in our mastermind group and I, and I talk to many people all the time and, and I'm a coach myself. And I know that many people are dealing with some like deep level stuff, right? 
whether it be trauma, limiting beliefs, overwhelming fear, just all of these, all of these issues, right? Health challenges, all of this. And I was like, I don't know if my perception of my life is accurate. I don't know if I can trust my perception of my life. And so I was asking him, you know, like, is it possible that everything can be good as it feels it is in this moment? Or is there a blind spot that I might be missing and something that I really actually should be working hard on that I'm not addressing? Right. And, and he confirmed for me. He's like, no, you, everything could be good across the board. Right. Which I knew intellectually, but. You know, practically, I'm just, I'm so worried. I'm always so fearful of missing a spot, right? I don't want to miss a spot. So I work on my health every day. I work on my spirituality every day. I work on my relationships every day. I work on my business every day. Like every area of my life, I have put intentional energy toward, I put intentional resources toward, intentional effort toward, like I'm in his mastermind for personal development, right? Like I pay to be in communities that, that challenge me, that grow me. And so I was really like just scared and I was asking him that and he was he just confirmed for me that no it's safe it's safe for everything to be okay and for you to rest in in the fact that everything's okay and that you don't have to be you know working hard to fix something right and I was like whoa this is good this is good right in every area of my life for me it's it's a, it's a maintenance thing right there's areas we we are growing we're getting better but for me it's just like keep doing what you're doing versus Oh, I got to press pause on everything else to really address this big issue. And that felt really good. Right. And so when I was thinking about the experience I had this past weekend in Atlanta, I wanted to bring this particular topic to you guys, which is the most underrated benefit to becoming a health coach. And let me just speak for the plant protocol here. Let me just speak for our program, the plant protocol, plant-based coaching certification. Before, you know, I get into what this benefit is, I want to preface it by saying, like, I'm just going to speak for our coaches inside of the plant protocol, because maybe this doesn't apply for people who got trained to be health coaches somewhere else. Like I haven't been through every health coaching program. And so I don't want to make assumptions about those other spaces. So what I'm about to share is strictly based on the experience that our coaches have inside of my plant-based coaching certification, the plant protocol. All right. And so here it is straight up the most underrated benefit or risk, depending on how you look at it to becoming a health coach is this. It heals you if you let it, which means it we're going through the process of becoming a health coach inside of the plant protocol reveals to you where your foundation is weak and forces you to make a decision about who you want to be. I'm going to say that again, our process. And I'm going to tell you the five ways our process does this in a minute. But our process inside of the plant protocol to help plant-based vegans become exceptionally great health coaches will heal you if you let it. And it reveals to you your personal foundation where it is weak and forces you to make a decision about who you want to be. Not just in business, but who you want to be in life. This is big. And the reason I was so excited and I brought up my experience in Atlanta this past weekend is because that's exactly what it's done for me. You know, I've been a health coach since 2016 and I can definitely credit the person I am today to my career as a health coach, right? It has done the exact same thing for me. It has helped to reveal to me the areas of my life and my personality and my being and my business that needed work and that needed to be healed. And I let it do just that. 
Okay, so I'm going to break down to you how the five ways we've done this inside the plant protocol, what part of our process forces people to become a different version of themselves. But here's what I've seen, though. Let me be very clear, right? Because our process inside the plant protocol is super sophisticated, (laughs) for lack of a better word. Like it's a year long container. You're working very intimately with me. You're working very intimately with our other coaches. And it is not a easy process um, and is not a short process process. Okay. And so what I've seen since running my plant-based coaching certification, what I've seen is I've seen people either run as fast as they can to avoid the work and they run as fast as they can to stay the same. (laughs) They pick up speed. It'd be like smoke coming, dust coming out their shoes. I've seen people like once they start getting to certain points in our process and our curriculum that forces them to face head on who they really are. I've seen people run as fast as they can, like me, me, like fast, right? As fast as they can away from the process. Or I've also seen people lean in and open up and surrender to becoming. So I've seen both. And it used to bother me, but it wasn't until I started reflecting on our curriculum and our process, the depth at which I'm asking people to dig, right? And so I ask our coaches inside of the plant protocol to go really deep so that they can become a really phenomenal coach, a really phenomenal human, really, right? But I've seen people run. I've seen people get scared in the beginning. I've seen people get scared at one that when the finish line is in sight and they don't, like I've seen it. And every time, you know, it's this personal development stuff. It's this personal development stuff. So let me tell you something about health coaching before I get into the five ways that our process forces people to heal. There are businesses and careers, y'all, where you can get away with not doing the deep level personal development work. Like it's a whole bunch of businesses being ran out here by founders who are broken. Yeah, by founders who are completely broken. Health coaching is not one of them. Health coaching should not be one of them, at least let me say, right? Like, you know, people always slip through the cracks. But health coaching should not be a career where you can get away with being broken, where you can get away with being unhealed where you can get away with being less than the most optimal and healthy version of yourself. This is not a career where you can have a bunch of success without doing the personal development work. So one of the things I was just really proud about, as I was telling you guys earlier, when I was talking to my coach this past weekend, was that, wow, like I feel exceptionally good and confident about where I am mentally, emotionally, physically, you know, professionally, like I feel really good about it. And like I told y'all, I was expressing to him, like, is this a thing? (laughs) Like, is it safe for me to celebrate the fact that I've arrived to this moment where there's nothing in my life that feels so pressing that it's throwing me off my path, my assignment, my happiness, my joy. Like, is this safe? Right? Like there's so many people who are broken and unhealed and dealing with all type of like insecurities and fears and terrible mindsets that I was starting to question whether or not maybe I wasn't as healthy as I thought I was. Maybe I just had blind spots that needed to be unveiled and revealed. And he was like, no, right. He's like, no. And I was like, yes. (laughs) Right. And so let me tell you guys, like health coaching is not one of those careers where you can get away with staying broken, where you can get away with retaining all of your insecurities and still having success like this and that cannot coexist. It can't, right? Your brokenness, your lack mindset, your limiting beliefs, your insecurities, 
will literally be obstructing you from having a successful health coaching business. And again, I'm only speaking for the plant protocol, right? I don't know how sophisticated a lot of those other programs are. So a lot of those other programs, you might be able to finish them, call yourself a health coach, actually start, you know, working with clients and you still need help yourself, right? But the plant protocol ain't, ain't it. That's, we don't do that here, right? Like you got to do the inner work before you can invite somebody into your space and into your business to work with them. And so our curriculum and our programming forces you to do five things that could be very uncomfortable for people who are allergic to personal development, okay? Uh, who fear personal development, all right? So I'm gonna break down really quickly what those five things are and then get out of here, okay? So our curriculum and our programming ask you to do five things. Here's the first one, make decisions. Like we ask you to make decisions about your specialization. We ask you to make uh, decisions about your qualifiers, about who you're gonna work with. Like it, we ask you to make decisions. And somebody who is has a history of not making the decision or being indecisive, these things are going to get very, very uncomfortable for you very, very quickly when you come into the plant protocol. Because I'm going to ask you to make some decisions. And I, as your coach, I'm not going to decide for you. Right. And so you are going to be forced to make a decision. And for some people, making decisions is very scary because, you know, we believe that, well, the consequences of those decisions are on me. And so I have to own not just the decision, but whatever comes from the decision. And so, so many of us are worried about making the wrong decision. And so many of us, you know, are worried about the quality of our decision-making. And so when you come into the plant protocol, if you have a history of either being indecisive and avoiding making decisions or making not so great decisions, maybe you have a history of being an emotional decision-maker, then this is going to reveal for you the work that needs to be done in that area. You're going to have to become a decision maker when you come into the plant protocol. And that's uncomfortable for people. That's personal development work. But listen, that's number one. All right. That's number one. That's the first way our process forces you to start healing is you have to become a decision maker. And let me tell you something, making decisions ain't easy. I remember one time somebody asked me, like as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, like what does your day look like? What do you do all day? And I was like, oh, that's simple. I make decisions all day long. Y'all, I just had to make a decision before hopping on here. So we, every year for the plan protocol, we have an annual in-person event called Destination Mastermind. So I was talking with our travel agency and she sent me five places to choose from, right? And I have to go through each one and see what I like, see what I don't, don't like. And I had to send her back a decision on which location we're going to go with for our 2024 destination mastermind, right? Like I had to make a decision and I could get worried. I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. I don't know about that. I wonder how they meet in rooms. Look, I wonder how this look. But I had to make a decision, right? As a CEO, I had to make a decision about where we were going for 2024 for our annual in-person event. And that sums up what I do all day. All my fellow CEOs and entrepreneurs know, like as a leader, one of the things you do consistently is make decisions. And so the reason this is so important when it comes to personal development and becoming a coach is that inside of the plant protocol specifically, when we are developing you to become a coach, we are helping you also to have your own coaching business. So we are developing you as a CEO as well, and not just a coach, which means as a CEO, you have to make decisions. And so very early on in our curriculum, we ask you to make some very serious, critical decisions that is gonna kind of guide your experience for the remainder of the year with us, right? You have to make some decisions and that can be tough for people. 
And so sometimes people engage in delayed decision-making or, you know, they make a decision and they come back a couple months later, they want to change their mind again. And as their coach, I have to tell them, no, you know, I'm going to pull a rank here and force you to stick with the decision you made the first time. Right. And so that is the first way that our programming at the plant protocol makes people uncomfortable because again, the most underrated benefit or risk, depending on how you look at it, to becoming a health coach is it will heal you and it reveal to you your foundational weaknesses that forces you to change in order to be successful, that forces you to make a decision about who you want to become, right? And so that health coaching is such an intimate career that if you have not done the personal development work on yourself, like you won't get far in this business. You won't get far in this business because if making decisions scares the hell out of you, right? A client asks you something or say, you got to make decisions in your business, how you're going to run it, what you're going to specialize in, what you're going to charge. There's so many decisions. And for many people, especially if this their first time having a business, their first time in, you know, being in an industry like coaching, that can be really scary. And so that reveals to them, wow, I need to become a more confident decision maker. Okay, that was number one. Number two, the second way that the way we teach this career makes our clients really uncomfortable is they have to show up publicly. Now let's put a star, an asterisk, capitalize and underline this one, okay? They have to show up publicly. Now let me break this down because inside of the plan protocol, we teach an organic marketing strategy to help our coaches become public figures. Like we strongly believe that if you're solving a conventional problem in an unconventional way, you're required to become a public figure. And so that is the process we teach inside the plan protocol to help people become health coaches. And one of the ways that this process quickly reveals to them the personal development work that they need to do is when they have to start showing up publicly, meaning they have to put their face and their voice out there for other people to critique, (laughs) for other people to judge, right? For other people to make decisions about who they are. And for many of our coaches who are unexperienced with, with creating public content and being a public figure, this makes them very uncomfortable, right? And so the, a lot of personal development work has to come into play here for them to execute and get through the protocol. And not everybody makes it. Not everybody makes it because when you have to show up publicly, it reveals to you so much about yourself that you didn't know or that you had suppressed. Like, wow, I didn't know how much I was insecure about my appearance. I didn't realize how much I was insecure about my own voice. I didn't realize how much I felt that like nobody wants to hear from me and nobody cares what I have to say. And I didn't realize how insecure I was about my own intellect. I didn't realize how insecure I was about my own personality, right? And so it's all these insecurities, all these limiting beliefs, right? I didn't realize that coming on live and nobody watching was gonna make me feel so low. I didn't realize that I was gonna have issues with rejection. I didn't realize I was gonna have all of these fears. Like, why am I so fearful doing this? And so it forces our coaches to really take a long look in the mirror and make the decision whether or not they're going to go back to the lab, you know, and go back in the dark and do the personal development work so that they can come back out to the light as their true authentic self. Let me tell you, health coaching will reveal to you where your foundation is weak as a human. Again, at least the process that we teach, we force our coaches to show up publicly and become public figures. And for many of them, that is very uncomfortable at first, very uncomfortable at first. So that's the second way that this career has the potential 
you know, to really heal you if you let it, because these things will be revealed through the process. And then they have to make a decision whether or not they're going to address them or whether or not they're going to run full speed back to their comfort zone. Right. And I let them make that decision. Right. It used to bother me. I'm like, yo, let's get it. What about all the people we need to help? What about all the people who are, you know, suffering health wise? Like they need you. They need us. They need a plant based diet. They need our process. But listen, everybody doesn't survive the process of becoming. It's facts. Everybody doesn't survive the process of becoming. And that's okay. They get to choose the time frame. They get to choose when they're ready to address those things about themselves. Like they get to choose that. That's cool, right? That's their choice, okay? So let's get into number three. The third way that this process makes people really uncomfortable based on our protocol inside the plant protocol is that our coaches have to own their accomplishments without minimizing or discounting the value of them. This is very uncomfortable for some people. And let me tell you something. This was news to me when I created the curriculum. I had no idea that these phenomenal people with these amazing transformations would come in here and be like, that's not that big of a deal, though. That's not that great. Like that still doesn't qualify to me to do anything amazing. What? (laughs) Right. And so they come in with these amazing transformations because in the plant protocol, we, you know, one of our qualifiers to get in is that you got to be a plant based vegan. And the second qualifier is that you have to have a transformation as a result of being a plant-based vegan. And so everybody in our ecosystem has a transformation. It's not even optional. You can't even get in without one, okay? And so we're having these lively discussions and, you know, they're revealing how they don't feel like the results that they've achieved, not the results they plan on achieving, but the results they already have achieved, the receipts they've already gotten, they don't think they carry much value. And so we have to work through their feelings of insignificance when it comes to what they've already accomplished. And so, again, that reveals to them some personal development work that needs to be done because they're like, I mean, I hear what you're saying, Lisa. I mean, I know it sounds amazing on paper, but I still don't think I'm good enough. Whoo, that I'm still not good enough, y'all. Crazy, right? So there's like, I still don't think I'm good enough. So again, this career will heal you if you let it because you ain't even know that about yourself. You know what I mean? Like you didn't even know that this amazing accomplishment that you had when you were forced to publicly start showing up and sharing it, that you would start minimizing it and discounting it. Like this will reveal to you who you truly are. So that's the third way that this career becoming a health coach, if done in the sophisticated process that we do it will heal you if you let it, right? When you are forced to publicly share your story, share your testimonial and leverage it because we teach our coaches how to leverage what they've accomplished. But when it's time to do that, they often minimize and discount what they've accomplished. And now that that reveals to us that we got deeper level work to do. And the reason we teach our coaches to leverage what they've accomplished is because it's all about working out of integrity. As a health coach, you don't want to invite anybody to work with you with a problem that you have no personal experience with solving, right? And so as a result, we teach our coaches to leverage what they've already accomplished. And many of them have a hard time doing that at first because now inside of my program, we're 99% people of color. And historically for people of color specifically, we have a history of minimizing accomplishments. We have a history of overachieving and striving for things to be better, to look better, you know, to get that bigger accomplishment. 
And so we begin to minimize the ones that we deem to be insignificant or smaller. So a lot of times when people have done, you know, amazing work on themselves to overcome some health challenge or whatever it is, they minimize it because they've only done it on themselves and they they haven't done it for other people yet. And so it seems like it's not that big of a deal. And so that has turned out to be a thing that we have to address inside of our programming. Number four, so that's number three. Hey coach, pardon the interruption, but if you're enjoying this episode, you're going to love this even more. Did you know that every month I teach a complimentary coaching business masterclass telling you all of the strategies and best practices that I've personally used to develop, grow, and scale my very own plant-based coaching program? Yeah, if you're wondering what to charge, what to offer, how to specialize, how to create curriculum, how to coach, then you want to be in my monthly plant-based business masterclass. I come on every month and give you not only the business strategy, but also the mindset strategy. That's right. I don't just tell you what to do. I also teach you who you need to become to be a successful CEO in your coaching business. So click the link in the show notes, get registered for our next one. And I look forward to seeing you there. The fourth way that our process reveals to them what needs to be healed inside of them is we ask our coaches to charge. <laughs> Let's talk money, y'all. We ask our coaches to charge, not just charge though, right? Like that, like just charging is the low hanging fruit. We ask our coaches to charge appropriately for what they're selling. Mm. The limiting beliefs about money, the lack mindset is revealed very quickly here. At least I don't know. Nobody's going to pay that much. <laughs> Nobody got it. At least like nobody can afford it. Like, God forbid they get one or two people to actually tell them, yeah, I ain't got it. Then they really like, nobody has it. The whole world is struggling, right? And so their money mindset is quickly revealed. When you are a health coach, when you're running any type of business, like your ability to charge appropriately based on the value that you're adding to the marketplace, your resistance to undercharging or working for free all the time is going to be addressed when you are a business owner, when you are a CEO, especially when you're a health coach, because so many people, the reason it's so specific for health coaches is because health is such like a universal human right. And so sometimes coaches will have like cognitive dissonance about charging somebody to help them get well. It's like they need to get healthy. Like I don't want money to stand in between me and their health and their, you know, their outcome. So it can be a really, really tough spot for coaches because, you know, you're not selling something that's optional. It's like, you're not selling like a, a t-shirt or a journal, like no shades, a t-shirt or, or journals. But I'm saying like, you're selling health. Like for a lot of people, their coach has the potential to change things, like has the potential to turn things around for them. So as a coach, it can be really hard for coaches to show up to the marketplace and appropriately price what they're selling. And so they often have to reconcile this limiting belief about money, about lack, about abundance, about what's affordable, about profit, right? Like sometimes, okay, like at least I'm willing to charge, but I'm not willing to charge the true value of what I'm selling. Let me just charge so that I'm not working for free. I'm still afraid to pull the trigger and make a good business decision about what my pricing should be, right? And so that reveals to a lot of our coaches the work that needs to be done on their personal money mindset, right? Because having a lack mindset, believing that people only make decisions based on price and nothing else 
can be really dangerous as a health coach. If you think that people are only choosing to work with you based on the price of what you're selling, then you're only going to care about the price of what you're selling. You're not going to work to articulate the value of what you're selling because you're like, all they care about is the number. And if the number ain't right, then they don't want to work with me. And that's like, not true. (laughs) It's just not true. But if you only make decisions in your personal life based on how much something costs, you're going to project that onto the rest of us and think everybody only makes buying decisions based on price. And they don't. But you have to give them other data to make decisions with. Now, if you only talk about your price, then that's a problem, right? But we teach our coaches inside the plant protocol an entire process of inviting somebody to work with them, which is a personal conversation, right? That articulates all the value of their program. But if people are only thinking like all they care about is the cost and they don't care about nothing else, then of course they're going to have this lack of mindset, especially if a couple people tell them they can't afford it. Then they're like, run the price down, drop the price, work for free, throw the whole businesses away. It's like, relax. Okay. Just relax. All right. Let's make some good, solid business decisions here. Let's not make fear-based decisions. Let's not make emotional decisions. But This business will reveal to you where your foundation is weak. And for many people, when it comes to charging, it is their money mindset. No doubt about it. So that's number four. And finally, mm, why I think everything deep. Mm. (laughs) And finally, the fourth way that this business has the potential to reveal to you what parts of you need to be healed specifically using our process inside of the plant protocol, because again, every other program don't do this. But it's when we ask our coaches to create. So what do we ask our coaches to create? So inside the plan protocol, if you're getting trained by me to become a plan-based health coach, you are going to create your own curriculum-based coaching program. So every coach who successfully makes it through our curriculum has their own IP, their own intellectual property. So they walk away with their own curriculum, right? So they create a program, but then they also create content too. Remember earlier on number two, I said they have to show up publicly. When they show up publicly, we teach them a framework for creating content. So they have that IP, but then they also have a curriculum-based program. Now, what happens here is when we ask them to create, what is possibly revealed here is that they don't trust themselves. This becomes a trust issue, right? Like they don't always necessarily trust what they create. They don't necessarily trust that it's good. They don't necessarily trust that it'll work. Now, again, this is without any data. This is without any data. It reveals to them that they are not confident in their ability to create. Maybe historically, especially if they've never worked for themselves before, they've always relied on what someone else has created and has maybe has been responsible for promoting that, for elevating that. But when I ask them to create their own intellectual property, Many people have a hard time trusting and believing in their own creation. This is huge because this is a great time to address this limiting belief about who you are and what your capabilities are. Again, this business will reveal to you where your foundation is weak. And when it comes to creation for so many They are like, I just don't think this is good. And I'm like, what makes you think that? Like, where'd you get that from? I don't know. It doesn't sound like this. It doesn't look like this. I just don't know if it's going to work. And I'm like, first of all, relax. You're in a program with a coach. I'm going to critique you and guide you through it. We're going to figure it out, right? Everybody just take a deep breath. (laughs) 
You know what I mean? Right. So that's the good news. You're not just doing it on your own without any framework, without any blueprint. Like we give our coaches the literal blueprint to creating, right? Like one of our lessons is literally called the signature program blueprint. Okay. So we give them a literal blueprint to creating, but that's still scary, right? That's still really scary for them. And so then they, you know, have to decide at that moment, again, do they want to run as fast as they can away from the work and the healing that needs to be done in this area? Or are they going to lean in and surrender to becoming? Are they going to lean in and create something and put it out in the marketplace, invite people to pay for it and trust, right? And so this can be hard because it's very easy to sell somebody else's product. It's very easy to look at what somebody else has done and be like, oh, that's good. Right. But when you got to go in the lab and create yourself, you know, number one, you're comparing like crazy and you're only comparing what you create to what somebody else has created. You're not comparing the stages of business that y'all in like, okay, well, she's been creating for years. She's had tons of clients that she can use data to create from. Like, it's crazy how we do comparisons. Like we don't compare the whole picture. We just compare parts of the picture and expect them to look the same anyway. That's wild. So this creation piece becomes a whole issue for people, right? And so they sometimes are really worried that what they create is inferior, inferior. And so I have to coach them through this belief of inferiority. And that can be really tough. So again, this career is so powerful because it has the power to heal you. It has the power to reveal to you who you are or who you need to become. And it doesn't matter whether or not you ever decide to start health coaching. Just going through this process where these things are revealed for you are invitations to do the work on yourself, are extreme invitations to do the work on yourself. I'm gonna share with you guys as we wrap up here, one of the comments, because I think this comment really summates kind of the personal development work that's required to be successful in this space. And so we have three phases of our protocol of our curriculum inside of the plant protocol. And the second phase, phase two is called integrity. And the integrity phase is 100% dedicated to personal development. And so at the end of that phase, our coaches are invited to book a one-on-one call with me to talk about their phase two experience and to dig a little deeper and make sure they have clarity before they move on to phase three. And so when they book that call with me, we ask them to share what phase two was like for them. And so I'm gonna read to you this comment that one of our coaches recently just made about phase two and the personal development work that she had to do to get through it. She said, phase two was really good. It helped me identify the things I need to change and what I want and helped me to write out a plan to achieve these goals. When you get to phase two, you have to be ready to change. And if you're not, it can prolong getting through it, which is not a bad thing. I just feel like I wasn't prepared to do that work on myself. That's a great summation of our talk today. Like you have to prepare to do the work on yourself. There are certain careers that are gonna force you to face yourself. And if you are not ready to do that work, then you're gonna have to make a decision about continuing that path in that career. And health coaching is one of those careers. It is a contact sport. It's a very intimate, relational relational career where you have to build relationships with other humans. And, and it's a really intimate setting in which you do the work in. And if you're not ready to do the personal development work that's required to be successful in this space, then you might want to take a second look at your decision to be in this space. 
So that's what I wanted to come on and share with you guys today. That's it. Have a phenomenal week. Bye, y'all. You tuned in today because like me, you're a disruptor. You're passionate about health and you have firsthand experience of taking a whole food plant-based approach to combating chronic health challenges. You want to see lifestyle and dietary modifications become the norm in the way in which we practice healthcare. However, you need mastery around nutrition and lifestyle science, a better understanding of behavior change to improve client compliance, and confidence in your ability to effectively coach clients to adopting those lifestyle modifications. You need the plant protocol. Visit theplantprotocol.com to apply and let's work together to improve the way in which we care for our most prized possession, our health. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider rating and reviewing this podcast. Until next time, remember, radical obedience is still undefeated. Stay obedient.